Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, September 30th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source, for supporting the show. Portland is planning to ramp up its spending on clean energy and job projects in 2022, nearly three years after voters signed off on the new 1% tax on large Portland retailers. The Portland Clean Energy Benefit Fund started asking for proposals Tuesday for $60 million it hopes to dole out next spring. The fund hopes to distribute another $35 to $45 million by the end of 2022. The money allows nonprofits to help retrofit low income homes, plant trees in East Portland, and conduct other proposals to help reduce greenhouse gas emissions and help build the green energy job workforce. Retailers were first charged the tax based on sales on January 1, 2019, but it wasn't until April 2021 that the project first awarded funds, less than $9 million, to programs ranging from black-led apprenticeships to weatherization and solar panel installation. Portland still has a lot of money on hand. The fund had generated more than $160 million by the end of this year. It's expected to generate up to $60 million per year. That's roughly as much as the city and Multnomah County spent last year on homelessness services. A 70-year-old Yamhill woman was one of several injured passengers on the Amtrak train that derailed last weekend near Joplin, Montana. Hope Gilmore had just visited her youngest daughter in Wisconsin and was on the trip back to Portland on Amtrak's Empire Builder train when it derailed. Her car was one of eight that went off the tracks. Three people died and multiple crew members and passengers were injured. Gilmore remains in a hospital in Montana and her husband said she's the only person still in an intensive care unit. She has a broken vertebra and a brain bleed. She will have to relearn to walk. Alan Gilmore said his wife has a long road ahead and he's hopeful she can pull through. Federal watchdogs filed suit Tuesday against Portland-based Viewpoint Construction Software and its recruiting firm, alleging that they refused to hire a job applicant after he requested a sign language interpreter for his job interview because he's deaf. Viewpoint makes software that construction firms use to plan and manage large projects. It sold to a California company, Trimble, for $1.2 billion in 2018, but continues to operate under the Viewpoint name from its headquarters at the east end of the Hawthorne Bridge. The U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission alleges a man named Indigo Matthew The U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission alleges a man named Indigo Matthew applied to work at the company as a pricing analyst in July 2018, seeking work through its staffing agency, Campus Point. Matthew has substantial hearing loss but passed the initial screening from both Campus Point and Viewpoint, according to the EEOC's lawsuit. While an initial interview was conducted with the assistance of a video relay service, Matthew said he can read lips in individual meetings 
meetings that EEOC says he requested an American Sign Language interpreter for his group interview at Viewpoint. According to the EEOC, both Viewpoint and Campus Point refused to pay for that and, quote, erroneously assumed that Matthew would need a full-time interpreter if he was hired for the position. The EEOC's suit, filed in U.S. District Court in Portland, seeks an injunction to block Viewpoint and Campus Point from discriminating against job applicants, and it seeks to pay Matthew for lost compensation as well as unspecified punitive damages. Fish on! Oregon and Washington agreed Wednesday to reopen fishing on the Columbia River for wild Chinook salmon. Chinook salmon season had been closed from Buoy 10 to Warrior Rock on Sylvie Island. It remained open for hatchery coho salmon. Now, one of the salmon could be a Chinook, either hatchery or wild. Oregon also announced it would close fishing on the Deschutes River to all steelhead and most coho salmon fishing through the end of the year because of a historically low return of steelhead over the Bonneville Dam. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.